Breaking Verses Down is brought to you by God. God, speaking through Pastor Jason since 2002 and in charge of the universe since always. D in the house. I gotta be careful of my voice. Welcome everybody. I have to be careful of my voice because I don't have much voice. Um, got really sick last week with a really bad virus. No, it's not that. Put that out there. Okay, it's not that. But it was, yeah, it was a bad cold. My whole family got it. It came from my little kindergartner. Probably came from his school. You know, he's touching things, putting things in his mouth, putting his hands in his mouth, putting hands in his nose and his ear. And I don't know, want to know where else. So he probably was the one that brought it home. Everybody got it. And it really messed up my voice. Like I know my voice sounds, probably sounds fairly normal right now. But if I keep going for a long period of time, maybe you like that. I don't know. But um, <clears throat> yeah, it, it, it wasn't a fun little bug. So I'm going to make this short and sweet because I only got so much voice right now. And um, I'm going to go into it. How's everybody doing? Must be doing better than me because after that cold, it was it was no fun. That's for sure. Um, praise the Lord. What are we going to do here? We are going to explain what we're doing this week. The main um, verse that I'm going to break down for you because this is called breaking verses down that's what we do on this podcast is in genesis genesis 12 verses 1 to 3 the call of abraham god you're so good I pray a blessing on this in jesus name i want to put out the exclaimer first so um i'll put that out there right now usually when i do these podcasts i wait for the lord to tell me which verse to break down and this one is no exception, but this one, he kind of put me on the spot and took me out of my um, comfort zone, way out of my comfort zone. In fact, I know that I don't know enough about this to really get deep into it. So I'm sort of like that, that kid that um, goes to a swim pool and he puts his toe in the water and um, takes his toe out of the water and then says, I don't know about this. And just slowly works his way in there. That's, that's kind of like how I am here. I'm going to touch it barely with my toe and um, save the rest of it for the people that know more about these scriptures. And this is a sensitive topic because I'm going to talk about um, God's love for Israel. And you know, whether we like it or we don't, it's true. And it's a sensitive topic because of what's going on in the world today. And I strongly feel like that's what God wanted me that's why he wanted me to talk about this, is that um, there is stuff happening now. And um, I'm going to get right into it. Praise God. 
get into it by reading the verse first here. Hallelujah. So, yeah, we're going to start in Genesis um, chapter 12, verses 1 to 3. And I won't, like I say, I won't be going into depth on this as as much as I usually do on my other podcasts. But I mean, I am going to take my spin on it and just say what the Lord wants me to say and um, be a be a um, obedient servant. Genesis 12, verses 1 to 3. Thank you, Lord. The Lord has said to Abram, go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. A lot of a lot of um, powerful, powerful statements there from God, and um, I, I really feel God all over me right now because um, I don't know where I'm going with this, but I'm just being obedient with it. So I'll go into my notes here, as we see in this in this um, part of scripture. God called Abram, soon to be called Abraham, to come away from his father's house. His father's house was in an area, apparently, called Ur of the Chaldees. I hope I say that right, Chaldees. And if you want to know where that is now, it's right around southern Iraq would be the area that he was called to come out of. So he was called to come out of his house, out of his father's house, from the way I have it understood, uh, because his father's house was into idol worshiping. And God wanted Abraham away from that, wanted to keep him as pure as possible. So he told him to leave there, and Abraham, being obedient, did that. And when he, when he, when he left there, um, God gives him a little bit of reassurance with this scripture here. And um, what, what exactly is he saying in here? This is what he's saying. These are the main points in this scripture that he is saying. And maybe when you hear this, you'll understand when I say God has a special place in his heart for Israel. Very special place. Israel are his chosen people. And that might irritate people if they hear that. Don't worry, God has plenty of love left for you as well, if you're not um, Jewish. But listen to this list of what, what he says in this scripture for you to understand why they are the chosen people. Okay, you ready? Let's see. Let me see where I am in my notes. Okay, this is what he said to him there. That he would make a great nation out of Abraham. That Israel will be blessed that his name will be made great. Not just make a great nation, that his name will be made great. And that he said, you will be a blessing. So the nation of Israel will be a blessing. He will bless those who bless you, that being God. He will bless those who bless you. He will curse those who curse you. All people on earth will be blessed through you. 
So if Israel blesses someone, God will also. For all those reasons, we as Christians, or other basically what Christian means is baby Christ, for those reasons, we must bless Israel. We must pray a blessing on the land of Israel, on the Israel people, on the Jewish people. God has made it perfectly clear in that scripture. Through our relationship with Israel will be our blessing or our cursing. So I'm pretty sure most people, unless you're hiding under a rock, have heard about what's happening in the Middle East right now. It's horrible in a lot of ways. It's horrible. I'll go to the point where I say it's horrible in almost every way. What has happened there? And I am not here being someone from the news telling you what's going on. And I'm not here being a Jewish rabbi and explaining things to you. I am here as a person that is seeing what's going on and being spirit-filled. The Holy Spirit, it lives inside of me because I've given my life to Jesus Christ. And I'm telling you what I know just as a person. So for these reasons, we are Christians that must bless Israel. I've said this before. I'm going to say it again. God has made it perfectly clear, perfectly clear through our relationship with Israel will be our blessing or our cursing. How we treat Israel, how we pray for Israel, how we love for Israel is how God will award us. Because if we have Jesus in our heart, if we have God's son if we have brought him on as our Lord and Savior, we are about God's business. And that God, that we're about his business, he is about his chosen people in Israel. And as we bless Israel, so will blessings come into our life. And the opposite is true. If we curse Israel, we are cursing the very thing that God said is his chosen people. You cannot say you love God and say you hate Israel. They're like this. Those are his chosen people. Those are the people that he loves. He loves us as well. Gentiles that have come to know the Lord. He loves us too. Trust me, he loves you so much. There's a reason why I say that he's your that you're his favorite. But there is a special place for Israel. And what we need to do as Christians, as baby Christ, is pray blessings on Israel. Pray victory for Israel. Trust God that God will never leave them nor forsake them. And, and lift Israel up. I'm so happy. And this girl, it, you know this thing? It's so easy to go off into a political statement. Maybe I've already gone there. I don't know. But... I believe that the nations that bless Israel in this war that's going on will see God supernaturally bless them in return. I don't want to go into politics because I'm not, I'm not from that. I'm just telling you as a guy that loves Christ, that God loves Israel and we need to bless it. It is an obligation through our king that we represent that we bless Israel. And again, I know I sound like I'm going over and over and over the same piece again, but 
I cannot explain how imperative it is that we get in line with what God says here in the scripture, that we get in line. I heard a preacher one time say, you might even know it when I say it, he said, God isn't sitting up in heaven saying, let's make a deal. God is sitting up in heaven saying, this is the deal. And that goes to the point where he doesn't need your opinion. He will do what he will do because he is I am. He is the great I am. And um, if you're still sitting there saying, I still don't see why Israel would get any special treatment. All I can say, and it sounds harsh, but all I can say is this. To answer that question, it is that he has decided so, that that's the way it is. And that's it. I remember going through tough times in my life and asking God why I went through that. Why did you make me go through that? And he didn't answer me. He doesn't need to answer that. He's not at your um, will. He's not, God is not your slave. Nobody is going to push God around. And if God says that the Israel people, the Jewish people, and that land that they possess, um, is blessed, it's blessed. You're not going to stop that. So we as Christians need to get in line with that. All I can say to answer this is that he has decided so, and that's it. God doesn't need your approval. He is the great I am. And he has decided that Israel is his chosen people. Done. <laughs> the podcast isn't done though. But you get what I'm saying. So I wanted to pull one more scripture in here. So that you could get better understanding about how serious God is about what he said to Abraham about him being a chosen people, about him blessing them and, and, and blessing those who bless him, cursing those who curse him and, and making that about Israel. I would like to go to Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy. One, I used to call it Deuteronomy. Sound a lot cooler that way. Deuteronomy 7 verses 7 to 9. And away we go. The Lord did not send, pardon me, the Lord did not set his affection on you and choose you because you were more numerous than other people, for you were the fewest of all people. But it was because the Lord loved you and kept the oath he swore to your ancestors that he brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you from the land of slavery, from the power of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Know therefore that the Lord your God is God. He is the faithful God, keeping his covenant of love to a thousand generations of those who love him and keep his commandments. I love it. I was driving to work today, and um, I said to myself, you know, I'm going to talk about this. I don't want to look too stupid when I do it. I wonder what a generation is. Because he said he's going to he said he's going to keep his covenant of love to a thousand generations. I know what I'll do. I do what any Christian would do. I'll go on Google. 
I popped into the old googly machine. What is a generation? No, no, no. I said, how long is a generation? Yeah, that's what I said. And Google, being super nice as Google is, said, a generation is usually around 40 years. So I did the math and a thousand generations, like it says here, is around 40,000 years. 40,000 years. And I'm sure it would go beyond that if we get there. Now, the googly machine also told me that we were human beings or whatever we were around for 9 million years. So I don't know. Do what you want with it. But 40,000 years, he's saying, keeping his covenant of love to a thousand generations of those who love him and keep his commandments. In this text, in Deuteronomy, they are just about at the promised land. And God uses this moment to remind the Israelites that he has not forgotten his promises to them. He had not forgotten what he said to Abraham, that he will be with them. And leaving slavery and all that back then, I'm sure that wasn't a very enjoyable experience, much like the experience that's going on in the Middle East today. And yet God, in all of the craziness of that, sits absolute and just says, I have not forgotten you. I will bless you. The Lord loves them in this. He loves the Israelites. And life sometimes isn't easy. That is the, um, what am I trying to say? That is the understatement. Is that what I want to say? Understatement of the day. Let's put it there. Sometimes life isn't easy. But God, when he promises you something, promises it. And he cannot lie. God cannot lie because he is all truth. And he is all love. So he cannot lie. And when he says that God, that the Israelites, that the Jewish people are his, his um, chosen people, that is truth. And the Lord loves them in this moment. And he tells them this almost like a, like a rally call to just keep pressing in to get to the chosen land. So again, I broke this verse down and, and, and I, I, Put it point by point to explain what God is saying to them here. And this is what he's saying. First, the Lord's saying that he loves them, the Jewish people. Then he's saying that he will keep his oath. He's not going back on that. Then he says that the Lord your God is God. Is there um, any other statement that can be any stronger than that? The Lord your God is God. The Lord that we worship, the Lord that we love, the Lord that we let guide us, the Lord that we pray a blessing over our children from, the Lord that we pray safety for our children and our families for, that God that we pray to, He, the God that your God, the God that you worship, He is God. God. Anything else that's called a God is beyond that is a false God. He is the only authentic, original God out there. 
he is God. And he's saying that here to, um, to the J Jewish people. He's saying, the Lord your God is God. Wow, that is something else. And he's saying also here, he is keeping his covenant of love to a thousand generations of those who love him. Or in other words, 40,000 years, if you want to get technical. God loves Israel. And I believe that God will protect Israel. God loved Israel so much that the Savior of the world, Jesus Christ, came from them. He was a Jewish man. Wow. And he came and changed this world, revolutionized it with his sacrifice, revolutionized it with his um, blessing on us so that we can say that when we ask him into our heart and know him and, and, and thank the Lord for him, our worlds change. Our life changes because of a man who, who was from Israel, the Jewish, um, the land of the Jewish people. Jesus came. God loves Israel. Now I want to say something. Um, and this again is, is a very touchy subject. God loves everybody. People that do horrible things, he loves them. He wants them to change. Um, two things that I, I hope. One is that Israel is blessed in this situation in the Middle East. And the other one is that everybody would um, drop their guns and give their lives to the Lord. I have very little faith that that's going to happen. <laughs> but... Um, that's my heart. I don't want anybody to go to hell. I really don't. I, I want them to know God. I want them to know um, that God loves them so that they can change. But, um, you know, I, I, my heart is that everybody would know his love. And that's just from a guy who is spirit-filled. So I'm just going to leave it um, with, I'm going to pray for Israel. Remember, if we put blessings on Israel... It, that God will bless us in the other way around. But um, I'm just going to pray for Israel and I'm just going to call this podcast episode done because I can feel that tingling in the back of my throat. I know that the voice is going to start going downhill here pretty quick. So I'm just going to pray and then we'll wrap it up. God, you are so good and we thank you, Lord. We thank you for everything that you do in our lives. We thank you for your, your son who came in our life and we ask forgiveness for our sins through his, his um, shed body and his shed blood. We ask that you would forgive us by the power of the blood of Jesus. And, and we just pray blessings on um, our family, our friends, and even our enemies, that they would all know you, God, in a, in a stronger and greater way. God, I know that it says if we pray a blessing over Israel, you hear that. And I'm not doing this because I want to um, take advantage of the situation. That's not what my heart is, God. I know that you love Israel. So I pray a blessing over Israel. I pray the hedge of protection across the lines for them, that you would supernaturally keep them safe. But also for all the innocent people that are stuck in this mess, for all of them. I ask that you would do something supernatural and remarkable to keep them safe. 
I pray your love. I pray your peace over this whole entire situation. And I pray that um, all Christians would realize your love for Jesus or pardon me, your love for Israel and that and that Jesus would be the prime example of that because Jesus kind of came from Israel. So, God, I ask protection over the innocent. I pray a blessing over the state of Israel. And I pray that the people that hear this podcast would be moved to learn more about this and that they would ask Jesus to be their Lord and Savior or that they would be strengthened in the Lord Jesus. You love all of us, God, with a never-ending love, a love that, that goes beyond all understanding. And I pray that everyone would know that and that lives would be changed in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. I will leave it at that. And I hope that um, made some sense to you. It was really on my heart. I really wanted to do this podcast. And um, I'm so thankful that you are listening to this. I just pray a blessing on you guys for the rest of the week. And I look forward to seeing you again next week here because things will get back to normal for me now that um, um, my kindergarten cold is gone. I want you to know before I leave that you are God's favorite. God bless you. Have a good week. Till we meet again. Like, click, share if you care.